Well, this week we learned far too much about Foreman's man panties and yours, by the way. My underpants, Mark's underpants, mm-hmm. everybody's underpants that should not be handled by their mothers-in-law. So my wife came home and saw that and I uh, couldn't talk to my mother for numerous days. She was very embarrassed. I fell in love with your guys' morning show because you guys have that like humor that adults actually understand. I walk into work and they're like, you seem pretty happy today. It's like, nobody is for me. I believe that I'm happy on this We have tried to campaign to be part of the Coast Best of Halifax Awards. We've even advocated for Lobster Dave to win Best Local Character. Help us make Dave your coast story. Your coast story. Nobody else made a song. Good point. No one else tried to get somebody else nominated as well. Good point. Yeah, and Dave was a, a finalist, a nominee. So he's at least the seventh best local character in town. <laughs> okay. Name eight. I, I, I can't even name six. So. <laughs> well, they have published the results of the Best of Halifax Awards for 2022. There are gold winners, silver, and bronze. We have news about both categories. Okay. Maybe you should come in the form of a phone call to Dave. Yeah, we should let him know first. Lobster Dave on Tancook Island. You know the guy we went lobster fishing yes. with. Everybody knows Lobster Dave. Just chicken. Morning. <laughs> Good morning, Dave. Good morning. Lobster season starts soon. <laughs> yes, yes, a couple uh, a couple weeks time. Wow, and this is probably uh, pretty warm for like. What does that mean for you for lobster <laughs> season? The 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 temperature. Water temperature is exceptionally warm, so could mean some soft shell lobsters, but. They should crawl pretty good, but it could affect the quality. Oh. But uh, who knows? And it could affect of where they are because cold water forces them into deeper water, so you got to kind of guess where they're going to be. But it'll only take a snowstorm between now and then. <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> so hopefully not. I'm knocking on some wood here. Yeah, so no kidding. I don't get my tires on until the 22nd, so we got to wait at least until then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dave, you kind of sound like Foreman and I feel this morning. Oh, was that right? Yeah, we, we wanted to deliver some news to you. And it's not good news. And it's not us pretending it's bad news so that we, then we can be like, just kidding. It's actually bad news for all of us, really. Yeah. You know how uh, a lot of people on the island and around uh, the region in, in general were voting for you to become the best local character in the Coast's Best of Halifax Awards? Oh, yes. I had forgot all about that. Oh, yeah. well, here we are yeah. to remind you. So did they, because they're not. Sorry. <laughs> Woody the Christmas Tree won, right? Woody the oh, Talking yes. Christmas Tree yeah. is our favorite local character. And then I know the Black Rocks got third place, which is also stupid because they're not even human. No! Well, neither is Woody, but at least Woody speaks, is, has some sort of animation. The Rocks just, you know, kill people. Yes. Woody is simply the butt of all jokes internationally. <laughs> how is he our favorite local character? Uh, Woody did make a comeback. He really did. He, he had a glow up. Turns out we were not terrified by him. We loved him. Yeah. 
Yeah. Silver, silver winner, Gus the Tortoise. Gus the tortoise. Give it a rest, man. Retire I mean, already. Jeez, you're, you're pat. You, like, give give the new guys a chance. Right. Uh, also, give the new guys a chance is what we were saying about us. Yeah, we're. I mean, at least we uh, are losers together, Dave. Because yes. we're we're not Halifax's favorite radio show either. Or their second favorite, or their third favorite. We're not. No, didn't even get a bronze. Is that right? Yeah. Well, we'll have to get all the losers together for a party sometime. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Where the real winners hang out. Uh. <laughs> you better. You better get back to. Uh, you know. Hopefully, you can catch more lobsters, and hopefully. That's more successful than being a favorite local character because exactly. that went into the toilet real no. quick. And all you know what all <laughs> they get for that is just like a plaque, you know, like a plaque yeah. that probably costs twenty bucks, which you mm-hmm. make on one lobster. So mm-hmm. who's the real winner? <laughs> you you got a bucket with your name on it and duct tape melody. That's right. Yeah, who's that's the real right, winner? Chill. That yeah. is. <laughs> no one's won more than Melody. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. At least, at least she got a she got something out of her journey. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And so did you, technically, from the. <laughs> oh man. Oh my man. Yes. Uh, plan on this week. Uh, we put in thirty of those great white shark recorders, and we plan on going out and getting them either this week or next week, if we get a really nice fine day to uh, see why the presence of uh, the great white sharks <gasps> in the Mahone Bay area this, uh, hopefully this week or next week, we'll get out before before lobster. Um, you have to let us know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. To see how many sharks are, are really present in the bay here. Let's see Woody and the Talking Christmas Tree do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, he probably, he scares a lot of people too. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody! Merry Christmas, children! <laughs> Good grief! Your favorite local character—that's <laughs> okay. At least this beautiful friendship came of it, right? True. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. There. And that's yeah. worthless. I mean, priceless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We need an update from, you know, that haunted house we went to, Jake's house. Yep. Bridgewater. Yep. 260 years old. Heard some weird voices. Help. Help, he's dead. Help, he's dead. Yes, that's something fun to hear from an otherworldly being. Yeah. When we last talked to Jake on the phone last week, he did drop this little tidbit of information. Funny story. My friend is coming for a horse clinic next weekend. And she's like, I don't want to hear nothing about your haunted house. Like, I've turned the radio off. So now she's like, are you sure I should sleep in this house? So I'm like, yeah, you'll be fine. Was she? Oh, no. That was this past weekend. Yeah. Well, the phone's ringing. Uh, hi, you're on Hot Country 103.5. Who's this? Hey, it's Jake. <gasps> Jake! Jake is on! Jake is on! Jake is on! <laughs> this weekend, my friend Holly stayed over because we had a horse clinic to go to. Right. And so she woke up on, I can't remember if it was Friday night or Saturday night, 
And she said there was literally like the black silhouette of a man standing over her looking at her. <gasps> no! I see a little silhouette of a man. Number one, why did you give him free reign to use that damn clip again? Number two, oh my gosh, that's terrifying. <sighs> yeah, so she, so she was already scared to come stay. And she was like, I'm staying in the same room with you guys. Because she's like, there's no way that I'm staying alone on the couch or anything. We're like, yeah, that's okay. Like, no problem. But, yeah, she woke up and she was like, I just put my headphones back in and was like, this is not happening. This is not happening. Wow. (laughs) Wow. I will call and tell you guys that. (laughs) And she had she seen and heard all of the, the stuff we had done with the investigators already? Yes. She tried to ignore it, but I wouldn't let her. (laughs) <laughs> oh, so she knew that couch was the, the couch that had all of the activity. <laughs> yep, pretty much. So she was like, I kind of don't want to come to the house now, but she's like, I already paid for my spot at the clinic, so here I come. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Our, you know, our whole visit and all our findings are on uh, this week's podcast episode. So if oh, you okay. want to if you want to embed that into your Airbnb listening... <laughs> 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 Feel free. I'll have to do that. <laughs> we can't help that this is what's in the headlines this morning. It's tragic, but it's true. Melody and Foreman. <laughs> the internet is a breeding ground for freaks. Hot Country 103.5. This is tragically trending. Most new moms consider grocery shopping on their own to be getting out of the house. But Rihanna is not most moms because your solo grocery shopping trip is her Super Bowl halftime show. Being a new mom, nothing would have gotten me out the house yeah. if it wasn't a challenge like that. It well, was now or never. For sure. You could get real comfortable being at home as a mom. <sighs> that challenging myself to do something that I've never done before in my career. Mm-hmm. I have to live up to that challenge. <laughs> right. I, good for her. That's awesome. She also said that when you become a mom, you unleash parts of your superpower and feel like you could do anything. I don't know if I'd call functioning on the sleepless brink of insanity for longer than humanly possible to be a superpower. If it is, I would have much preferred teleportation. But <laughs> her baby is six months in a week, so we'll see how super powerful she feels once that sleep regression hits. Yeah. Speaking of a regression, Chris Evans was named People Magazine's sexiest man alive. But how? Well, okay, I was joking with the regression thing, because I do think he's a very sexy man, and he is the best Chris of all of the Chris's. He's just no Paul Rudd, who was last year's winner, yeah. right? You may remember the last year we revealed that people's sexiest man alive was Paul Rudd, but this year, it's somebody else. Apparently, Mr. Rudd is either no longer alive or even worse, no longer sexy. It has to be one of the two. I mean, neither is true, in fact. Both alive and still very sexy. But Chris is an angel of a person. The worst thing that anyone in Hollywood has to say about him is that he rolls machine-perfect spliffs. I don't know you what still that don't, is. You still haven't looked it up for no, it? Okay. I just knows the pictures he accidentally sends out. <laughs> it, that, that's not the spliff we're talking about. <laughs> and he uses his star power for good things. He launched this thing called a Starting Point, which is a video-based app that helps voters better understand the issues of the day. Hmm. Like most recently, he was talking about reproductive rights. You don't see a lot of men in Hollywood talking about reproductive rights. And this last tweet that he posted was telling Dwayne The Rock Johnson that Dwayne was the best thing 
anything that ever happened to fanny packs. <laughs> wow. So he has excellent taste in men, too. Yeah. And Stephen Colbert announced it last night on his show, and he had special guest and former sexiest man alive, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, to do it. Am I alive? Yeah. I'm still alive. Mm-hmm. Am I still sexy? Clearly. <laughs> you bet your sexy mouth I am. <laughs> We're sharing. We're going to share it. We're sharing it. All right. Are you ready? I'll take it. Last thing. Say something sexy. Go vote tomorrow. See? Uses his platform well. And the always unproblematic Chris Evans says he's just happy that his mom is going to be so happy. Aww. <laughs> when your family visits, do they get all handsy with your underpants? <laughs> Okay, well, we're Melody Informant in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. Say, oh, let's take a hypothetical example. Your mother-in-law yes. is visiting you yes. and does your laundry for you. Nice of her to pitch in, right? So nice. Like, say, that whole visit, your vacuum's never been used more often than when she was there using it every day. <laughs> she took it out of the box, in fact. <laughs> Probably, yeah. It, it's been a very nice visit, hypothetically. Yes, yes. yes. And then uh, she does your laundry and stacks uh, all your boxers. Uh, all neatly on top, and and now you know that she knows that half of them uh, are well-aged. Well, not well-aged, but very well used yes and full of holes yes and maybe she's changed her opinion on what you're doing with your life with her daughter it could have been worse <laughs> you think so I mean at least it was just that they were well used because they had holes in them and not because you you know have a problem <laughs> right. That adults shouldn't have, but that <laughs> that toddlers who are potty training frequently do. <laughs> right? Nope. Those ones get thrown away. Yeah. No. <laughs> but this is, this is my mother-in-law has been visiting, so we've been talking about this a little bit off and on throughout the morning. Andrea, thank you for calling. I was listening, and I had to tell you guys my story about my uh, father-in-law and stepmother-in-law coming to visit us. Okay. <laughs> they decided to come visit us from Cape Breton, and they brought their own cleaning supplies <laughs> and let themselves into our house and cleaned my kitchen and other parts of the house before I got home from work. And I think they thought this was like the old stovetop with the coils and stuff. They thought probably that the the metal pieces that catch any overflow or debris or whatever were dirty enough that they actually went out and bought replacement for it, bought the wrong size. Oh, no. But instead of just, you know, not doing anything and, like, returning them, they decided to hammer them in <gasps> oh. and make them fit. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you broke my mop. <laughs> wow. Uh, and decided when they were leaving that she was going to leave her cleaning supplies because she bought them specifically for our house. Mm. Oh, my God. And, and I told her, I said, you know, I have cleaning supplies. I do clean, <laughs> and I buy special ones because I'm very scent sensitive. Yeah. And she just bought a whole bunch of stuff from, like, nothing wrong with some stuff from the dollar store, but she bought all very perfumey scented stuff from the dollar store. Oh, it's so passive aggressive. I'm just going to leave these here for you, honey. Just, you know. Mm -hmm. I know you've got the natural cleaners, but these ones will actually clean. (laughs) And so now Mark 
thank you for being inspired to call by hearing all of this. Yes. What's up? Well, this isn't this isn't actually about me. So throughout the summer, my mother used to come over and babysit our kids. And one day uh, she went down into our basement. She found our dryer full of clothes. So she decided, hey, I'd be helpful and I'll fold all these clothes for you guys. Very helpful. Very. So she started folding the clothes and I got home only to realize that my wife's crotchless panties were on the top of the pile. Oh. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> so now we know your real name is not Mark. <laughs> <laughs> These things actually exist and we're not just novelties at the It store? Yeah. Well, they didn't stock things that didn't sell, Melody. <laughs> Right? Well, that's exactly it. If there's a demand, they're going to sell them. Did you purchase them or did she? No comment. <laughs> hey, it doesn't matter. It's it's working. Obviously, right? obviously they're being warned to have needed to be laundered. Oh, it's a different kind Potentially. of thong. <laughs> so my wife came home and saw that and I uh, couldn't talk to my mother for numerous days. She was very embarrassed. Meanwhile, I'm just having a good laugh the entire time. Yeah, you are. Because it's your, it's your oh, yeah. mom and her underpants. <laughs> right? Think about, it, think about if her mom found your... Your buttless chaps yes. or something. <laughs> well, there's, there's another story there because I have Rick and Morty boxers. And they were in the dirty laundry pile. And my mother-in-law was like, what is this? And she started playing with them. So we had to point out that they were, in fact, my dirty underwear, and then she proceeded to go wash her hands for about five minutes. <laughs> a lot of interesting things happen in your house. It's not a hand yeah, towel well, with cartoons on it. <laughs> it. It is what it is. Well, <laughs> now, we don't have time to hear about the tack room that is your bedroom closet, but... Oh. Congratulations on your love life. I mean, I'm really oh, happy thank for you, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so are the beams in your bedroom load-bearing or... Uh, no. <laughs> Interesting. He knew the answer. Yeah, he knew. <laughs> yeah. Ohio woman beats neighbor with 10-pound log of ground beef <laughs> at Walmart. We're Melody Informant in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. That's one of many headlines in the news this week that we can't make up, but we can round up. And since it's the last regular weekday of the week, we're doing it now. Yep. Yeah. Uh, another headline. After 16 dolphins stranded on Digby mudflats, mm-hmm. huge turnout rescues all 16 dolphins. Wow. That's fantastic. That's a good headline. Massive mako shark jumps into New Zealand fishing boat. No, thank you. <laughs> another Ohio woman leads police on 30-minute chase in stolen SUV from earlier unrelated traffic stop. What? So yes, she stole someone else's car while they were pulled over by police. She sounds resourceful. <laughs> yes. Opportunistic. Swiss driver seriously injured after being run over three times by her own car. Which happened to be just around the corner from one of our hot country listeners, as it turns out. In Switzerland. Yeah. <laughs> RCMP catch 18-year-old Seabright woman traveling 189 kilometers an hour on the 103. Okay. 
Halifax police catch 25-year-old traveling 198 on the 102 Okay. at Bears Road, you know, in the 50 zone. But missing from that headline, the car was a DeLorean and there were lines of fire trailing behind it. So, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Not to be outdone, Australian Volkswagen Golf driver caught traveling at 280 kilometers an hour. Volkswagen Golf, not just for your kids' hockey equipment. (laughs) Jeez. In a few more headlines of the week that we can't make up, but we can round up. Want to live like a Stanley Cup champion? Sure do. Nathan McKinnon's two-acre waterfront, three-bedroom, four-and-a-half-bath, 4,500-square-foot home complete with gym, sauna, pool, putting green, walk-in wine room, and 800-square-feet-up patio with double-sided fireplace is for sale. For under uh, 800000 For a cool $5.95 million. Oh, that's all, huh? <laughs> and Merry Christmas. Costco now selling 60,000-piece jigsaw puzzle that's nearly 30 feet long. That's a fun family party. Assemble it at your home gymnasium (laughs) when you buy Nathan McKinnon's house. (laughs) Not to be outdone, by the way, Kentucky artist now selling $1,200 horse sneakers. $1,200 per hoof. Nazies. That was stupid. You don't have to give me a rim shot for that. Thanks. That was good. <laughs> Couple headlines of the week left. Like, eight-year-old boy bites cobra to death after it bites him first. That's what you do <laughs> to a cobra. Taking care of business. Yes. Texas man stuffs eggnog in his pants and hairbrushes in his pockets. Fight store employee pleads the fifth. Is that an eggnog in your pocket or are you happy to see me? Wow, on fire. (laughs) And finally, CBS Sports Radio producer laughs so hard. How hard did he laugh? He laughed so hard on air that he pooped his pants. Still celebrating a special lady's birthday. Who? (laughs) (laughs) It's your birthday today. Melody! (laughs) But it was Saturday. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Or Melody and Foreman on Hot Country 103.5. But it is like a continuation because I did get to bring the last cinnamon bun of the eight cinnamon buns you gave me this morning. Mm -hmm. Because you'd think... When I ate four of them during the show on Friday. Yep, one an hour. <laughs> then I would probably get through the rest of them this weekend. Yes. Except then I spent the rest of the weekend vomiting. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> is, is that why? Maybe a little too much cinnamon in the tummy? On the, <laughs> on the Friday, maybe. I don't think so. I don't know. I just, Saturday, I woke up and every time I ate, that's what happened. Oh. So I spent most of the day just on the couch. That's what you wanted. Which is, yeah, in a way, really what I wanted. <laughs> I mean, like, I had to work on Sunday. So I I thought, okay, well, Saturday we'll do, it's going to be gorgeous. We'll do at least some family stuff. We'll go yeah. on a hike, something. That wasn't going to happen. Nope. <laughs> so Tom just kept Lily out of the house. And I laid on Netflix and watched The Tinder Swindler. 
<laughs> I started watching something called Killer Nancy or something like that. Oh. About some sort of uh, bodybuilder who kills her husband. Wow. Yeah. I watched Bachelor in Paradise. Wow. <laughs> it was actually kind of great. Yeah. And the car got cleaned. Well, Joelle, what's up? Oh, I was just listening to Melody's story and it reminded me of last Christmas break, kind of right before exams. I had the worst stomach bug and I remember writing my last exam on my computer because COVID time and writing it on my computer in my boyfriend's bathroom because I was so sick and just couldn't get up to leave. Oh my god, you had to write your exam basically on the toilet. (laughs) I was sitting on the floor next to it. It was just terrible. It's oh, not a that's fun time. Awful. That is way worse than, I mean, I got to watch Tinder Swindler. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you sent him uh, picture evidence. Uh, I told him I was sitting on my boyfriend's bathroom floor and he was like, I believe you. Oh. <laughs> I mean, the last time I had a, I was stomach sick that bad, that wasn't my fault, say, from the night before. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Was, uh, and it wasn't here, and all locations here are fantastic, but there's a certain place where if you work there, you're called the sandwich artist. Ah, yes. Yeah, and a new location had opened near a house where I used to live in a different town, and uh, Ashley and I both uh, ate a sandwich that an artist had prepared for us. Oh, no. And then it was the type of sickness where you're up all night, where you have to be using a toilet and a bucket at the yep. same time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's fun. Yeah. That's super fun. Yeah. I don't know why we all needed to know that, but we do. <laughs> well, just to round things off, <laughs> this isn't about me being sick. This is about me wanting to be sick. So one time I had a test in high school and I wanted to be able to have the excuse that you had, Joel, that I was way too sick to be able to do that test. So I was like, I'm going to eat raw bacon to make myself sick. Oh, no. But my parents get (laughs) microwave bacon, and it doesn't work (laughs) because it's not actually raw. No, and either is any bacon, by the way, because it's already smoked and or cured. Ah, well, someone go back and tell 15-year-old me that. (laughs) Didn't work. Still had to do the test. I don't know if I passed or not. I can't remember. But hey, I passed high school. That's all that matters. (laughs) You're here now. I got two calls from BMO, and I usually ignore those calls because if BMO's calling me, it's not for anything good, so I'd rather hear the message first and at least know how much money I owe them. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Or they're calling to offer you like some new credit limit or some new, and I just don't want to. No. Uh, So I let it go to voicemail. They left two different voicemails. I thought, "Uh uh-oh. So I listened to the voicemail, and the voicemail was um, an automatic... Uh, thing telling me that they suspect there was fraudulent activity on my card. Okay. They want to confirm with me whether or not these were fraudulent uh, purchases. One was $500 for Walmart and one was $1,500 overseas money transfer. Neither of which were mine. No, well, you want to know about that. So yeah, so, seems good. Yeah. So, you know, you go to your recent calls and yeah. there's the one that says BMO. So I just clicked on that and uh, it rang through. Mm-hmm. Thank you for calling BMO Bank of Montreal. You probably received a call from one of our agents to offer you products and services. Merci d'avoir appelé BMO. 
Vous avez probablement reçu un appel de l'un de nos représentants pour vous offrir nos produits et services. Hmm. Please wait while we transfer to the next available agent. Which sounded... You know, okay. it did sound, it sounded legit, but also still Seems sounded normal. something was off. I'm like, that's not usually what BMO sounds like when no. I call them. No. I, you, don't, I mean, I don't have BMO, so I don't know. Well, usually, do you have what they usually sound like? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for calling BMO Bank of Montreal. Yeah. We're here to help make banking easier. Merci that's good. Yes. That's a good one. And the only reason that I skirted the scam was because <laughs> I thought, I'm going to call the number that's on the back of my BMO card instead, and I'm going to ask them. Yeah, smart. Well, not my first rodeo. Yeah. <laughs> but for some people, it would be. For some people, you'd go on your recent calls list and just call that number right back, yeah. get that thing, and go through the process. Yeah. Now confirm your credit card number again. <laughs> yeah. And the number on the back and the expiry date. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Yeah, everything's good here. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Hey, who's this? Hey guys, it's Austin. Austin. This is Austin. What can we do? What's up? They sure are getting elaborate with their uh, scams, eh? Oh my gosh! I honestly, because that one almost got me. And if I didn't just know that there were so many scams, I wouldn't have had the wherewithal to say I'm going to actually try Bimo's number that I know is Bimo's number. It sounded really good. It really did. I always check my banking history whenever that happens because I got mobile banking. But my next favorite is when I get a scam call, and then I try to play along with them for a little bit, and I just keep them going. I waste their time. Yeah, so much more fun. I, you know, if you have the opportunity, waste their time on the phone. Take as much of their time as you possibly can because they're under pressure to scam somebody else as fast as possible and you've ruined their day. Man. Exactly. It's a great feeling, Melody. You should really like it's a, it's a quite a quite well, an now experience. I feel bad for them. Okay. Because they got to make a living. Stealing from you. <laughs> That's their living. They can make a living like a normal person and go get a real job. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, maybe this is an Ender's Game thing and they think that it is a real job. <laughs> and then it turns right. out that we're all just aliens. Well, if you if you <laughs> think that guy's legitimately going to come to your house and clean your ducks, <laughs> You let us know how that goes. After country music's biggest night. The CMAs. The CMA Awards were on last night, and your entertainer of the year, Luke Combs. This is my fifth or sixth year being at this award show, and country sounded more country than it has in a long time tonight. And I think we all wanted that. I love y'all. Yeah. No, no one was surprised by that. No, and that, and you know, that's probably not a controversial pick for once. Yeah, he right. totally deserves it. Yes. Yeah, new artist of the year, Lainey Wilson. I will say this one right here is for that nine-year-old little girl who wrote her first song, um, who knew in her heart that this is what she was supposed to do. This is for those eleven years that I have been here in Nashville and not taken no for an answer. She also won Female Artist of the Year. Oh, that's 
That's all. I really, really appreciate Lainey Wilson. She's fantastic. Yes. Uh, Luke Combs also won for Album of the Year. Uh, Chris Stapleton, Male Vocals of the Year. Old Dominion, Vocal Group of the Year. Brothers Osborne, Vocal Duo of the Year. Not a lot of stiff competition in the duo category. <laughs> Why no. it's its own category, I don't know, but they're not complaining. Marin Morris was also nominated for Album of the Year, and uh, a lot of people speculated whether or not she'd even go. She wasn't sure she'd go at all. She didn't, although she did go for that, for that one category. And then she did give Luke a standing ovation when he won, but of course, uh, she has the whole rift with Jason Aldean and his wife Brittany after she called Brittany Insurrection Barbie. So <laughs> awkward. A little awkward on yeah. the red carpet. Speaking of awkward, Luke Bryan and Peyton Manning were your hosts. Oh, great. And they, they tried to be funny. I'm such a big fan of you, Luke. Thanks, Peyton. Do you mind? I was talking to Luke Combs. So what did you do to prepare for tonight? I walked around Nashville trying to find a cowboy hat to fit your head. <laughs> Very nice. That can't be done, actually. I don't prepare. I'm uh-huh. just a wing it kind of host. Trust me, that's clear. So what you're saying is, this is my worst nightmare. But it's actually okay, because I do a show with my brother Eli. I am used to this lack of professionalism. <laughs> That's kind of funny. To the gynecologist is less uncomfortable than that was. <laughs> Honestly, that just goes to show you it doesn't matter how funny the written joke is. If you mm-hmm. don't deliver it properly, mm-hmm. it flops. And if you're not Brad Paisley and Carrie Underwood, you all got tired of the most in the CNAs. Uh-huh. But let's take you back to a more innocent time of 2014 <gasps> when we all could just have fun. <sighs> Carrie, let's focus on what's truly important here. Garth Brooks. He let me take a selfie with him earlier. You want to see it? It turned out great. I'm so excited that, that he's nice. here. It's like, whoa! Oh, no, no, don't swipe! Oh. Whoa! What <laughs> is that? To see that? Why would you do that? Well, about that. I yeah. keep a close watch on that this, cloud of mine. This is wrong. <laughs> I've changed my password twice. You're probably fine. I take naked selfies all the time. <laughs> I'm scared I'll find. They've leaked online. It keeps going. Oh, there's more. Come on. I think Blake Shelton's got some of his beer behind. (laughs) There's probably 50 shades of Florida Georgia. (laughs) There's bound to be full frontal somewhere of Luke Bryan. (laughs) Someday we'll find. They've leaked online. Help that this is what's in the headlines this morning. It's tragic, but it's true. Melanie Informant. The internet is a breeding ground for freaks. Hot Country 1035. This is tragically trending. Jennifer Aniston gave us a shocking reveal yesterday in her interview with Allure magazine. All these years, people have been saying that Jen didn't want babies and even inferred that being the reason Brad Pitt ended things with her to be with Angelina Jolie, with whom he raised a hexagon of little hellions. (laughs) But Jen said, that's total BS. She said she tried to get pregnant in her late 30s and early 40s. She went through IVF. She did all the things. There's a lot of things. Many of us know them all too well. And she wishes that someone would have advised her to freeze her eggs at the time. Because now at the age of 20 or 53, not 23, 53, quote, that ship has sailed. But really, you know what? This this whole misunderstanding is entirely her fault. How 
dare Jennifer Aniston not disclose the innermost workings of her uterus at all times to us? Yeah. I mean, if we've learned anything this year, it's that the uterus is public domain, and whatever's going on inside her body is not only our right to know, but our right to make a decision about it. So I, for one, am not completely shattered for her in the very silent, very lonely struggle that she went through and so many women go through. I am not completely shattered at all. <laughs> I am, however, feeling the ick over this latest report. John Mayer might be dating Kiernan Shipka. Who is that? Here is some context for you. <laughs> 45-year-old John Mayer might be dating 22-year-old Kiernan Shipka, who you might know as Don Draper's daughter Sally in Mad Men. Ooh, David. Mm. Or Sabrina Spellman in Netflix's The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Oh my god, ew, David. Mm. Very ew. They were spotted having dinner, and then although they left in separate cars a block away from the restaurant, they stopped and she got into his car, probably to give him directions because old man Mayer doesn't know how to use Google Maps. <laughs> I mean, one would assume that's yeah. all it was if it weren't for the fact that they were also spotted together in February. Steven! Mm. And the fact that they pulled the old bait and switch with the cars means that they know there is something inherently icky about an age gap that's old enough to order a gin and tonic at the bar. <laughs> Plus, she was also seen out to dinner earlier this fall with 42-year-old BJ Novak, who you know as Ryan from The Office. Uh. That is very odd. So yeah. either she just needs a wise old 40-something to give her tax advice, or she's researching a role in a Pink Floyd biopic and she needs Gen X to help her understand why another brick in the wall was banned. I mean, I can't imagine any other likely scenario than that. But this scenario was pretty much Kanye West's biggest nightmare. Uh -oh. Adidas is planning to sell Yeezy products under a new name. Well, we know who made them, though. <laughs> Well, we know who made them, but as I shared in a previous trending, Adidas owns the copyright to them. They can do whatever they want, and they got a lot of stock to have to yeah. offload. And personal feelings about Kanye aside, this sucks. And anyone who's ever been in a creative field knows all too well how awful it is when your work is owned by someone else. But the joke is on Adidas, in my opinion, because unless they plan to rename the shoe Skeets and use Pete Davidson as the brand ambassador, without Kanye's name attached to Yeezys, people aren't going to bestow their Benjamins on a boot that looks like it spent a little too long in a microwave. Right? Right. talking about um, the sense that you are uh, assaulted with overpowering cleaning products or Ugh. or air fresheners or whatever there are going on in the public bathroom here. Yes, I don't know what it is. And mm -hmm. we had actually made a joke when we were talking about it, about like the only way to get rid of the smell, because you were saying that that's better than the smell of what it could smell like. Yeah. And I said the only way to get rid of the smell of what it could smell like is to have a match. And <laughs> the Halifax Fire Department frowns on us. You know, Probably, lighting, lighting yeah. matches in the office. But Kira Frank from Switzerland. Wow. Well, we are an international morning show, as oh, you, that's, you know. That's right? true, that's yeah. That's why you have this song. <laughs> an international morning show. And a very professional one at that. Well, you already know that yeah. if you're listening to us from Switzerland. <laughs> but she said she heard the discussion and she let us know that lighting a match does not make the smell disappear. It's just that our brain is trained to tune out other smells when there's a dangerous smell around it. Wow, 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 wow. What? Didn't know. Didn't know. Today I learned. Wow. Yeah. The Swiss know their sense. <laughs> 
They know their chocolate. They know their cheese. They know their knives. They know their mountains. Their banking system. Anywho. Yeah. Well, meanwhile, it's funny because meanwhile at my house and probably at most homes, we have a wide array of diffusers and wax warmers and candles and hand soaps and everything from Bath and Body Works. We buy out that store every time they have a sale. You have a whole pantry of it, in fact. Yeah, we sure do. Either way, what do you what do you think about the scents, Andrea? Oh my God, I have a, I do have a strong opinion about it. Okay. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. Um, because I am seriously sensitive to scents, and I actually had a really bad reaction one day at work. We were in a, having a meeting in a closed-off space, mm. and I had to excuse myself, take a Benadryl, and leave for the day. Whoa. And it was... So bad that my doctor actually prescribed me an EpiPen. Holy cow. What was it, like a perfume or a cologne or something? I, I think it must have been some sort of like hand cream. Mm. I felt so bad because the poor girl that they thought she was like a student who was working with us. Um, she even like went as far as to change her shampoo, her soap, her laundry detergent. And there was still, like, we couldn't figure out where the smell was coming from. She assumed that it was probably, like, her roommate's burnt incense and stuff like that. Oh. So maybe that was getting on her clothes. You know, that reminds me of uh, <clears throat> once upon a time I shared a, uh, an audio production studio with somebody else. I'd be there in the morning and she'd be there in the afternoon. And, you know, because of all this Bath and Body Works soaps and stuff, whatever, they also have a quite wide array of hand sanitizers and little mini travel bottles. And me trying to be the nice person to wipe all the buttons down and the microphones and everything with this hand sanitizer happened to include coconut as part of a coconut scent. Oh. Oh, no. Found out after that other person hadn't been there for a couple of days, she's allergic to coconut. Oh. <laughs> and I've been oh. dousing everything. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Oh, you in- <laughs> Not intentionally, but you uh, you made her sick. Yeah. Yep. Oh, dear, that's awful. Uh, a lot of days I'd come home from work and my husband would look at me and be like, what's wrong with your face? <laughs> and of course, like, what's wrong with your face? Shut saying, hey, you've got a rash on your face. Just like, what's wrong with your face? I'm like, what's wrong with your face? <laughs> it's just something you say to your husband and <laughs> you your know. wife. It's your thing. Fortunately, now, because of COVID, we all just smell like we were having a few too many tequilas at the bar. <laughs> and nobody minds that. Nobody minds that at all. <laughs> Andrea, what's up? You got a question for us? I'm just calling because I realized I didn't hear the update on your guys' matchmaking on the the highway. As I, I, I thought of it as I was listening to the radio and jamming out, and I was like, oh, yeah, that couple on the highway. Or not a couple, but hopefully a couple. Well, yes. <laughs> and, and Lindsay, you have, you have a question as well? I'm just so curious, and I need to know. Did the listener who was looking for the guy with the beard and the plaid in the SUV, did they... Connect. Well, maybe this is a good chance to give you a refresher. Mm-hmm. It was Teresa who called 
I think it was a Wednesday morning. Last week. Yeah, she's in a white RAV4. He's in a, a gray or beige SUV, Hyundai, Honda, Honda, yeah, something. Yeah, one of those H's. Yeah, here's what she said. <laughs> I was driving to work like I normally do on the 102 towards Bears Road. Normally, it's usually just me jamming in my car by myself. And this guy in front of me was totally jamming, too. And I was like, that's pretty cute. <laughs> um, I'm sure he could tell that I was smiling from being right behind him because I kept trying to get closer and closer. <laughs> like, so I just like tap his bumper and be like, hey, dude. <laughs> it's know? a love tap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that, that was Teresa. And to answer your question, Lindsay. Uh, no. No, we have not found him. Oh. No. And we even posted it to Facebook and to Instagram and nothing. We still haven't found this guy. That's disappointing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't expect that the guy would contact us, but I thought someone that maybe thought, hey, I know someone who's bearded and wears plaid and drives a Honda whatever. Yeah. And yeah, like they obviously must live in Beaverbank. <laughs> in Beaverbank. <laughs> Where beard else could they live, thing. really? Right. Plaid, beard, loud music, <laughs> Hyundai SUV. Yes. That's that stereotypical Beaver Bank guy. Very much. Okay. No, I'm just curious, and I obviously live vicariously through hot country. So yeah. we live vicariously no. through our listeners too. We're not giving up though. We're nope. gonna we're gonna jam this down people's throats until someone just says, "Fine, it's me. Stop talking about it." <laughs> Perfect. Text 902-425-1035. Write Melody Informant on socials or email Melody Informant at hotcountry1035.ca.